What's up, guys? It's Alex Gray, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. This is Jason Wygant. You're not listening to Podcast Podcast. This is like at least third or fourth best Moto X Pod Show. about a bonus episode this week this is dark side episode 145.5 brought to you by torque one racing shock socks all sport dynamics blood lubricants fly racing power band racing works wheels and mods extreme colors a chair x brand goggles and williams moto works check out all our sponsors on the sponsor links tab on motoxpodshow.com just a quick intro just to tell you what we're doing like i said it's a bonus episode because i had a ton of interviews in the last few days and everything was just kind of crazy going on with star Wars last night. Um, and, uh, you know, Christmas party for the city, Christmas next week, all that stuff. So just split this thing into two shows. So please enjoy Blake Baggett, John short and Mike Bonacci with MB 60 action sports, amateur team. Be right back. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Intercom. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Moto X Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. And for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. Fly Racing, since 1998, has been the focused on developing the best gear possible. In 2019, Fly Racing became title sponsor of Supercross, and they support riders like Weston Pike, the man online Blake Baggett, and Zach Osborne, as well as the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. So Fly Racing brings us the one and only Blake Baggett. What's up, dude? Not much, not much. Just uh, same old, same old daily grind. Right, yeah. But we're only a couple weeks away. Do you still get nervous? No, no. <laughs> not after this many years. 
Okay. So it's just, yeah. All right. So I want to get right to it, man. Um, you know, I've been listening to all the, all the media stuff. I listened to all the review shows and the Supercross preview shows. I don't feel like you're getting the respect you deserve as usual. Five over five podiums uh, last year, a win at Glendale. I feel like you need to be in the mix more with us dumbasses that do this media stuff. Uh, I know you probably don't care, but why do you think people overlook you a little bit? I mean, for starters, I, I don't really care. Um, I don't know. I probably prefer it that way a little bit. I have a side out of mind. And uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's media nowadays. They, they yeah. used to say uh, more talk the better, but I think nowadays less better. Be less. I hear you. Yeah. Do you, I've probably asked you this before, but when it comes to, you know, an interview like this, do you kind of go, gosh, man, I wish I would, I, I don't want to do that. Or does, do you enjoy, you know, maybe having a little, uh, a moment to kind of talk about yourself or not so much? Oh, I think I used to nowadays. It's just, uh, I don't know. There's so much, so much internet and, yeah. uh, and news out there and everything else that I don't know, I'm more going the other direction and just, Riding yeah. my dirt bike, go as fast as I can on the weekend, and uh, and, then, I, and then hibernate the rest of the time. I like that, man. I think you know. I, I I mean, for me, I like you to. I'm glad that you come on the show, but I understand that you you know you're saying you're focused and you're doing what you enjoy. Um, yeah. So, like I said, 2020 is almost here. Um, what's your preparation been like? Anything changed for 2020? Like you said, the same old grind, just doing what Blake Baggett does. Uh, yeah. I mean, I switched up. Just some stuff. I mean, I didn't ride for three and a half months uh, after the outdoors. Um, once I took the time off and, and skipped the last five rounds or so, I didn't ride, and then just kind of taking a whole different approach to it. And we're, we're really, we'll see if it works or it doesn't. Right. One of those things, you know. Everybody starts earlier and earlier, and more laps, more training, more hours, more cycling, more this, more that. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So uh, I don't know. Take a little more, uh, a little different approach to it. Doing things, yeah, just different. When you when you feel good, you you do. You know, you, you put down the hours. When you don't feel good, you you might not do anything at all. So right, right. That's the approach I'm taking. I'm going as I feel, and uh, and more more along the lines of doing what I want. Well, and I think we've seen that with certain riders have said, you know, after they've been in the business for a little while, they realize, well, maybe I'm overdoing it. I mean, you recently became a dad. That's a huge, huge change in your life and probably, uh, well, clearly the most important thing in your life. And uh, maybe it rearranges some priorities. And you, yeah, you maybe taking a little bit of a break of bring out a whole new uh, a whole new personality almost or a whole new Blake Baggett for 2020. Yeah, <laughs> but, but probably now that I'm a dad, I just care a little bit less about uh, what everybody else thinks. Sure. <laughs> Talk about well, that, man. How uh, how is it being a dad? What's what what's something that surprises you about that maybe you weren't expecting anything? I mean, what surprises you? Probably just I don't know how, how every day they change, and yeah. then every day um, you you just care about what 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 he's doing or what he's up to and what his future's like, and you care less and less about other people. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that might sound bad, but that's no. Weird. No, I appreciate the honesty. You know, I think the thing I remember most being surprised about, besides what you just said, was how many damn diapers they go through in a day. Oh, yeah. I don't even keep track of those. Those yeah. are just like tear-offs. Yeah, right. Yeah, Absolutely. Tear -offs. 
Yeah. So what's it been like? Uh, my buddy Lane Shaw's been down there. Um, have you got to spend a lot of like just one-on-one time with him? I don't know how it works, you know, or is he just kind of riding on his own or what? what's that like? Yeah, we've been riding together. I mean, I, uh, I have a few guys that come and ride and Lane, Lane's one that came down this year um, to ride and just pretty much, you know, just, we're just putting down laps. Yeah. Somebody else to, to rough up the track, somebody else to, uh, to kind of, you know, everybody takes a different line or different sure. riding style. So it just makes the track form up completely different. And the, the more guys you get, the track kind of changes and you'll notice that, you know, it, it just, everybody's riding style. You ride the same line, the same thing every day by yourself. You kind of get in the habit where even if you have somebody that maybe you're not riding right next to them the whole time, but you're out there at the same time, the lines change and that just kind of keeps it a little fresh. Yeah. Um, keeps it different. So, and then, it's good for everybody. It you know it changes things up, but it's uh, normally yeah. Normally I'm used to riding by myself, so it's a little, a little different having somebody else around that's riding. But uh, I think he's I think he's enjoying it and seems to be just uh, getting ready for for East Coast. Yeah, um, you know you talked about like you, I know you used to train a lot by yourself, and I, I remember this summer uh, I, I brought John Short over to introduce him to you, and you let him come down and. Um, do you did, besides the track getting rougher and different lines, do you enjoy having other riders around? Cause I know I do get the feeling you're a pretty private guy, but I, I would think that with some other riders, you could probably, you know, be a little more free to be yourself. Yeah. There's a few guys that, uh, that I'm a little more free around, but I, uh, I keep the circle pretty, pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> I keep it, uh, keep it pretty slim and just because. I don't know, that way you're in control of every, everything around you. You're in control of all aspects who you're surrounding yourself with. Yeah. How, it, how, how, your, how your day turns out, you can kind of, you can control your environment. And that's, uh, that's one, of the, one of the main things that uh, I'm really thinking about is just controlling my own environment. That's why I have my own place to ride at. And that's mm-hmm. why, uh, you know, me and, me and the team and everybody else get along so good because kind of everybody on, on the team over there is, uh, it's kind of like me. They want to, they want to do their certain things. They don't want to be bothered. And that's, uh, you know, that's, that's why we, we're our own little niche group over there. Yeah. I like your team, man. I, I assume Austin Kent is still, uh, going to be your race mechanic. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I really like Austin and, uh, Derek a lot, man. I think those guys are fun and some of the, the more fun guys to visit with. And, um, you know, they take it serious, but they're also, kind of goofy you know we like Derek and his metal and his wrestling and um I think it's that'd be a lot of fun it's a fun team to hang out with for sure and I think it probably keeps you you happy um Rocky Mountain's been good to you so far um you know anything changing there other than Bloss is gone and Bogle's back pretty much same same thing same same exact thing yeah just uh you know it's basically the same as Supercross yeah. uh Justin will be my teammate and we get along good. We're complete opposites, but we <laughs> right. get along probably the best out of any any teammate I've had. So cool. uh, it's uh, <laughs> it just works out like that. Literally complete opposites. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, I, I could definitely it, see that. We, we get along really good. It's uh, it's pretty light and funny up in uh, up in the rig, or most of the time it's it's pretty quiet. And you're just there to to get it done and get out of there. Right. But, uh, a little different. A little different when he's around. It's a little more jokes and a little more personality. Right. Um, now, Jason Thomas had talked about on Pulp the other night that the, the fly racing VIP program's back. Um, that usually goes, that's, you know, part of your team, Rocky Mountain, that helps put that thing on. 
And he mentioned that Feld is a lot heavily involved this year. Um, I don't know how much you have to do with the the, the program, but uh, Keeley said your wife said that Feld was at your house this weekend. Um, are they working on some like videos, some vignettes, or what's that about? Yeah, they're doing. Uh, they were here filming some stuff, or they're. I guess you would consider it, uh, you know, promo stuff. Yeah, okay. Uh, certain stuff that they're projects that they're working on, projects that they they might dabble in and get into, as well as you know, opening ceremony stuff and you know all that stuff. They try to get done during the the preseason. That way, they're not trying to do it the week before anniversary. Yeah, well, nobody wants to do it then. So right, <laughs> they, right. It's, they it's... kind of go. I'm they travel in the United States to go to everybody's house to us. To get all that stuff in, because nobody wants to go anywhere. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's got their their little uh, their hideouts now, their bases, and they don't want to leave. Yeah, I bet you know. I guess you're yeah. flying out. It sounds like you guys are leaving pretty soon, maybe tomorrow. And um, I don't feel like you're a West Coast guy, but you probably got to go out there to get ready for a one a little bit, huh? Yeah, we're gonna go out there. I mean, the team's based out of there. You yep. know, the main rake shop. Uh, we have a lot of resources here at my place. Um, pretty much everything we need but uh it's just nice to go out there we'll go out there for christmas and get, nice. uh, get a week out there and kind of get on get it get anything out any little last tweaks made and just uh keep keep it on two wheels <laughs> yeah is, uh, definitely you know always always crazy for those those final few days everybody uh definitely not a time to make up anything so just go out there and give them a shakedown last year i'm breaking in my race bike i had a good good crash so this year I'm going to break it in in the parking lot or something. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe find, you know, find somebody. I'm sure there's some yeah. privateers yeah, out there. Else it. Yeah. As yeah. I was say, there, I'm sure there's some privateers out there that maybe some test ride. Maybe Chris Kiefer, man. Get Kiefer out there. He loves the KTM. He'd do it in a heartbeat. I'm just, just going to have my mechanic ride it around. Just break it in a bit. <laughs> right on. Uh, last thing I want to, I'd like to say, I want to let you go pretty quick. So, because you're busy. Um, last year, you know, you, you had a couple, you, you've been dealing with a hand injury for a couple years. Um, and then yeah, I know you had the sinus infection at Spring Creek. Um, Health wise, you 100%? Yeah, I think so. I think I, I feel pretty good. So it's one of those things where when you're not pushing the limits every, every weekend and flying and traveling, you you know, you, you're, you're pretty good. And then yeah. you start traveling every weekend and racing and you're just the, the daily, the daily trying to make up and trying to build and trying to, you know, test and everything else. And, the wear and tear, that's when the stuff comes on. Yeah. It takes you a few weeks to get over it. I just stuck myself into a little hole, and it was, at that point, it was, it, why go if you can't go, and then it's not appropriate. So, sure. One of those, uh, one of those things where you just, you're better off just calling it, speaking out what's wrong with yourself, and moving on from there. So, I, I feel pretty good. Good. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, five round, five or six, with it. The, the grueling part that uh, if you're ready to go or not. Well, I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, I'll, I'll be at A1, so I look forward to seeing you out there. And I, I, like I said, I know how busy you are this time of year. Uh, and thank you just for coming on and taking a few minutes with us to kind of update us. I, um, I can't wait to see what you got for 2020. No worries. We'll, we'll see what we got. We'll stay hibernated until then. <laughs> All right, Blake. Thanks, man. Yeah, see you. See you soon, bud. All right, that's Blake Baggett. Uh, always, always honest and uh, doesn't pull the punches, man. He, he's he's got his his program and his routine, and it works for him. So, be cool. All right, we'll take a commercial break. We'll be right back. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. 
Wait, wait, what what was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No, no, it's not. It sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like... If you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. With research and development, they have become a leader in safety and comfort. Fly Racing is worn by many of the top athletes in motocross and supercross, including Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Andrew Short, Damon Bradshaw, and Adam and Tyler Antonap. Seven dudes, Trey. I wear fly shoes. Wear fly shoes. 2019 Fly Racing line includes the popular Light Hydrogen, the new Evolution DST line, the all-new women's light line, a redesigned F2 helmet, the FR5 boot, and Zone and Zone Pro goggles. Fly Racing also has hard parts for mountain bike products and snow gear. Go to flyracing.com or check out your local dealer for more info. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy Lock-On Grips today. Blood Lubricant Signature Products, Blood Power Sport Series, Blood Racing Pro Series, and Blood Racing Pro Elite Series were all created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. From dirt track to off-road, motocross, supercross, and drag racing, bloodlubricants.com has what you need. Along with their oil lines, Blood Lubricants provides chain loop, degreaser, polyclean, and other top-notch products. Independent tests have shown Blood Lubricant oils to allow your bikes to run up to 30 degrees cooler. Give Jeff Green and Blood Lubricants a try, and you won't be disappointed. Blood Lubricant sponsors of Tyler Powers, Team PRMX, Team TXS, and many other pro supercross and motocross riders. Visit bloodlubricants.com today. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the choice goggle for many of the top privateers in the business, like Ben LeMay, John Short, as well as Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, and the HEP, uh, HEP Motorsports team this year, as well as a sponsor of our next guest, Mr. Mike Bonacci. What's up, Mike? Hey, how you doing tonight? Doing good, man. Um, so I got to talk to you when we did the Pulpamex wrap-up show recently. And, uh, you know, there's a lot you've got going on in the industry that we couldn't talk about on that show. Um, so I want to talk about your team, MB60 Action Sports. Um, so let's let's get right into that. Uh, tell, us, tell our listeners a little bit about what you do. Yeah, that's a good question. So... I used to race when I was younger, and uh, I kind of like my bones exactly where they are now. So I thought <laughs> yeah. the next best <laughs> I thought the next best thing I could do was try to help some kids in the sport. So back in 2012, my little cousin wanted to do more in motocross, 
And for my day job, you know, I do marketing and I'm involved with an auto parts company that was doing some uh, sponsorships in NASCAR. So I had a lot of experience working with some NASCAR teams. And I thought, well, heck, I can get all that to cross over for him. And next thing you know, I'm like full bore trying to get him sponsors and teach him how to activate their programs and a photo shoot and yeah. you know, all of a sudden here's this here's this uh, 18 year old kid with all these different marketing tools at a local race and you know they thought we were crazy but it was a lot of fun a lot of fun so moving forward from that I really enjoyed it I enjoyed helping him and I wanted to help some more kids so the program continued to grow through the years and uh, this year, 2019, I ended up taking three kids to Loretta Lynn's, the Amateur Nationals, which is everybody knows about. Of course. And we did something that's never been done from Western New York, and that was we brought home a championship, a second place, a third place, and a tenth place with three kids. So pretty proud of that. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, have you seen any... Um like any major companies, I know you got some really big sponsors, but have you seen anybody reach out to you? Uh, any other media companies that, you know, see what you're doing and have kind of, you know, ha had a chance to talk to you any? Not, not really, not okay. to any great extent. I mean, the, the contacts that I had built really were by happenstance by meeting Steve, uh, from another podcast show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and he, he's very gracious and turned me on to some people. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, I was on, uh, the wrap up show and met you and you were, you know, kind enough to ask me to do this show. And so I think one thing leads to another. Um, but with our sponsors, like, uh, our major sponsors, NGK spark plugs, which does a fantastic job for us. So That's awesome. it's pretty cool to have them on board, but in the industry, I should go back one step. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we teach the kids is to get sponsorships not in the industry. So MB60 Action Sports LLC is an actual business that a sponsor or we call them partners can actually write a check to that's, you know, an expense for them for marketing. And we then build a fund for each kid to go racing. So it's not like there's, you know, I'm not a millionaire. I don't have tons of money to spend like Santa Claus on these kids. They have to go out and earn it. They have to activate their sponsorships uh, with their partners. Okay. And they have to actually learn the ins and outs of the business, even though my youngest one is 13 and my oldest one is 20. They have to learn all these things. So I think that's really important. Program, I, I think that's a yeah. really good lesson to teach these kids because, you know, the superstars, quote unquote, come up you know, and everything seems handed to them. But that's right. not real life, man. So you, you're teaching these kids right. that, yeah, it's not just it's just not given to you. You got to. You, yeah, I like that. Build some relationships uh, and it builds some character and. You know, these kids, the kids that you're helping probably more than likely are not going to be the superstar. So at some point, right. they're going to have to hit reality and have real jobs. And, and I think, yeah, that's a really good lesson to be teaching them. Well, we tell them it's a backup plan. Yeah. So I don't want to squash their dreams if they want to become a pro. No. But, you know, there's different levels of pro. But at the same time, I want them to understand the reality of it. So these kids aren't on my program by coincidence. You know, they're A students in school. They all go to public school. Uh, you know, a couple have graduated already. And we live in New York. We're based in New York. So right now there's seven inches of snow on the ground. So it's not like we have the luxury of riding every day. Right. We don't live in Texas, you know. 
So we do the best we can to get them their training when the opportunity arises. You know, they'll have vacations from school and we'll go down south. We have a training facility in Alabama called Crossbone MX that we go to. Okay. And so, yeah, so we're doing, we try to do the best we can with what we have, but they have to understand, you know, they're going to put in all this effort, but at the end of the day, because of our situation, their chance to be, you know, the top tier guy is kind of limited. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We're going we're gonna to chase it. We're going to do it. We're going to have fun with it. Dude, so, I think like that's I say, fantastic, just, man. I mean, I, yeah. I like having, you know, guys like yourself on here that are helping people out that are not looking to get rich and, and you know, you're you're you seriously seem like you want to help these kids and uh that's very commendable. Yeah, it's you know, it's a lot of fun too. And like I said earlier, I don't I can't race. Like I'm too old to race anymore. I'm just oh, come on now. I, I, I I like my day job, and I know you, you'll you understand this, but I like my day job. Yeah. I love what I do, and I don't want to jeopardize that by being out of service, you know? So sure. this, to me, this, to me, was as exciting and as challenging as it was when I was racing to try to get a 17-year-old kid to understand all the intricacies of the business, of the sport, and all the things you have to do to be physically fit, nutrition, hydration, all those things which is a natural for a top tier professional team, but it's unusual for a local amateur team. So yeah. to me, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, let's talk about some of the kids you have. You've got uh, three riders. Is that right? Yeah. So here's the lineup. I have a 13 year old that rides minis, uh, Tyler Tiffany. He just, he just won the local area championship for his 85 class. Then I have uh, Hunter Nitch and Trenton Sherman. Both went to Loretta's, Hunter won the championship in a second place. Trenton won a third place, and they rode in the 250 class. And then I have a 17-year-old, Liam Langer, who finished 10th in 450B at Loretta's. He, he's he's next on deck to get his pro card. And cool. then I have uh, Eddie Johannes, who's 20, and he's kind of just getting a full-time job, so he's kind of more support at this point. Yeah. But the beauty of it is when they're all together – and I know this will make sense to you, there is a synergy with these kids that makes them successful versus if they did it on their own. So each of them at some point, obviously they go to the track with their family and they do their own thing. At some point they were all doing it as individuals, but they never had the results until they came together as a group, as, as a team. Nice. You know, we practice, we practice together. We do bike work together. We learn suspension together. We do all these things as a group and they build this camaraderie and, you know, you know how motocrosses are. They put on their helmet, their brain falls out, and yeah. they are so freaking competitive with each other that they don't want to get beat by their teammates. So <laughs> they just pass everybody else too. on the way. Yeah, that's awesome. It is so, so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, so uh, I was looking at some of the media stuff that you sent me, and, uh, you know, it has all your results, obviously, and some goals coming up. Um, so... Are there any, are any of the kids going to do Supercross Futures or all the kids? Are there any track, any stadiums near you that you could do that with this year? Yeah, that's a great question. And here's our dilemma. Okay. If you want to be a top-tier pro motocross guy, pro Supercross guy, you got to have Supercross in your repertoire. Sure. We don't, ha- we don't have it here. It's not here in New York. I mean, it's very difficult to do anything Supercross-wise in New York. So my plan is to take them, to get their pro cards, which I know they'll be able to earn in the next uh, 
year to 18 months, and we're going to do uh, Northeast Outdoor Motocross Nationals. Okay. And then when when that season ends, then we're going to go have to figure out how to get started in Supercross, and then we'll do the Supercross Futures. I don't want to throw them into Supercross now because they haven't done it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I don't want, I don't want them to go all Thomas Covington and wad their brains out. And <laughs> okay. Not do, not do Fair that, enough. You know? Yeah. I want them to. I want them to want to learn it yeah. because they know they're going to have to learn it. But I don't want to throw them into it just yet. Yeah, that's smart. And I think Supercross Futures. You know, if if there was one in your area, it'd be perfect because it really is a cool event. Um, you know, they you know this. They tame the track down just enough for those guys. You know that maybe aren't on that upper level. But it sounds like most of your kids are pretty damn fast. And I think they'd learn a lot from it. It's unfortunate that there's not, I don't think there's not a New York race this year, right? Or New Jersey. No, there's yeah, not. That's what and I it, thought. That's the, that's the struggle. I want yeah. them to learn Supercross, but I'm smart enough to know it's not something you're going to learn in a weekend. No, you have to no, really no. That's yeah. Get your bike set up. All the things that go into it, we have to gear up for it. So I'll, I'll give you an example. There was a kid that used to uh, race for me, um, but he's, He's already got his pro card moving up in the ranks. So he's doing his own thing now. His name's Trevor Schmidt. And he went out there and has been killing it on the 125 all-star races up here. So here's a here's a 16-year-old kid that's already in the pipeline that you're going to hear a lot about moving forward. He is going to, at some point, learn Supercross. And I'm kind of... <laughs> I'm kind of like watching him and his dad to see what they do so I can copy it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Even though he's not part of the program, yeah. he's going to be, he's going to be a star and uh, that's rare coming from this area. So. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with what you just said. You know, you, you watch other people and if the programs work, if you're willing to, to learn a little bit and not be, you know, too uh, have your ego too big. That's good. That's, that's, that's a good thing for your team. I think right there and your kids. Yeah, we're we're willing to learn from other cool. people. We've had some good pros come out of this marketplace, uh, but it's it's not like I'm in California sure. or Florida. I understand North Carolina. So um, it, it it does make it tricky for us. Yeah, and we you and I talked when we were doing the wrap up show. Uh, you know, Michael Lindsay was on recently, or just this Monday night on Pulp. Um, started a new team, talking about you know buying a rig and the expenses and the stress and the sleepless nights. Um, that's a big venture. You know, obviously that's a little bit bigger venture than what you're doing, but I, I have to imagine there's, there's some difficulties with what you're doing. I love that show. I love listening to him talk about what he's going through. I don't have that kind of budget, yeah. but I, I understood every step of what he's doing and he's helping the right people that are going to appreciate it. And he's going to have a blast. It's going to be stressful, but he's going to have a blast this year. It's going to be it's going to be great for him. Yeah, I'm going to be watching that. Absolutely. And do do you have anybody that you know in the industry where you can reach out for advice? You know, if it, like like a Michael Lindsay or somebody that maybe has helped you, or are there other there are people that you already have that have helped you? So not not really. Okay. I think in terms of you know again because we're in New York, I don't have access to a lot of industry mm -hmm. contacts. But when we go to some of the big races, <laughs> some of them don't want to talk to us. No, oh, really, because we've been. Well, we've been killing their kids. <laughs> ah, I got you. Okay. So, but we do have some good relationships. Um, I met uh, from Maxima Trevor Reese. He's given us some great guidance. Uh, for, he he does the pro filter side of it. Mm -hmm. uh, Rich from X Brand has steered us in the right direction. 
uh, the folks at Fly Racing have steered us in the right direction. And most recently, we, we do our graphics with a company called Backyard Designs. I hope you don't mind me mentioning it. Not at all. They're from uh, Alabama, and they not only kick out some of the coolest stuff, uh, Jared and Trevor down there have really given us some, some good advice that's been really helpful. So that's the extent. You know, we, we work with Ron Hinson, too, who's been really good to us. That's really the extent of it. And, okay. and as, you know, I'm not only flattered but honored to be on, on your show, but, I mean, just the contact alone. The night I was on show 404 when I met Keeper and Galdi and those guys, yeah, I'm able to at least reach out to them and ask them some questions. And oh, it, good. I, kind of, it kind of blows me away when they just, like, reply right away. Right. I, <laughs> dude, I, I'm still that way, and I'm three about three years into this as a, as a – I guess a media person and, and yeah, I'm still, I mean, I literally just got done interviewing Blake Baggett a few minutes ago and Zacho texted me a little bit of a go about doing a thing tomorrow. And I'm like, Holy crap, this is still cool as shit. It's absolutely. Oh. You look at your phone like, Oh yeah. Zach just texted me. Yeah. <laughs> I got to, uh, I just, I, I actually, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just, I cussed a second ago and, um, this is pre-recorded by the way for anybody listening, but I, I have to make an apology in the opening this is going to sound weird since this is going to come after once people hear it, but I had a listener reach out to me that listens to our show with his kids. And, uh, last week I went a little off and said a lot of, a lot of bad words. So I'm going to apologize for that and try to fix that. So anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, I did. I don't, I gotta, I gotta watch that. So anyway, that's good. good. Yeah. Bleep me out if I do it. No, I did it. And and I, um, I just, I got to work on that. It's definitely something I got to work on, you know, and I know, I'll probably have a lot of people say, oh, who cares? But I, I do, man. If there's kids listening, that's really cool. I want I want those kids to listen. So, uh, yeah, don't don't cuss. Don't follow me. I, I'm a bad influence, I guess. <laughs> You're a bad influence. Bad, man. bad. But uh, so what are your I, – I, I read your – again, your the stuff you sent me, but what are your goals for the rest uh, – for 2020, let's say? Yeah, 2020 is going to be a big year from us. We're going to do something that nobody in the history of the sport has done. Okay, uh, you're going to you're going to laugh, but no, we I... had our team we had our team meeting last night, and uh, we have all the success. We've had three years on KTM, and we are moving the entire team to Suzuki. Okay, all and right. there's not not a lot of people running to Suzuki. <laughs> yeah, well, they they seem like they're pulling back quite a bit. Yeah, let me give you a little background on the decision, though, because okay. I'll catch I'll catch a lot of I won't say I'll catch a lot of grief for it, but people won't understand it on the surface. For three years with KTM and all the success we've had and all the championships from all the different places that we've gone, they don't they don't know us, they don't mm. help us, they don't give us any direction. I've reached out, reached out, reached out. It, it, they just I'm not Roger DeCoster, so listen, they're killing it in the industry. They don't really need me, but at the same time, you know, we have over the course of three years purchased 15 bikes and, uh, I have nobody to talk to there. Oh, that's <laughs> disappointing, man. I, I, yeah, it's that's really disappointing. Really frustrating. Yeah. So, uh, Suzuki reached out to us and they put together a program for my kids and it is un- unbelievable. To me, it's unbelievable. Have you, so you asked me. You asked me earlier if I had any contacts. The guy that we're dealing with has these contacts. Okay. And so we're going to start the process. Um, we actually uh, just agreed to it last night. I will tell you this. On our team, every kid votes. 
So all five kids get to vote on every topic. If we're not unanimous on the topic, then we pass on it. Oh, okay. So even even Tyler, a 13-year-old, gets to vote. The parents don't vote. The kids vote. No, I like, I like that. Yeah, so they learn what it's like to, it's almost like being in a boardroom, and right. you get to vote on the topic, and you get to plead your case, and I get to plead my case, and we go through the process. And it took, as you can imagine, it, it took some convincing to make this decision last night. Oh, I bet. So I bet. We are, we're going to work with, with them. They told us all the things they would do for us, how we would you know, get parts, how we would get bikes, how we would get support and all the contacts that they have for engine work and all that stuff. And uh, you're the first one to hear about it. That's really cool. Yeah, um, I like that, dude. I think, you know, look, you and I know um, those all those bikes, stock, are really, really good. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't, you know, the, the people that say, oh, Suzuki's behind the eight ball or, you know, whatever. Dude, there's... I know damn good and well that I couldn't ride one of those bikes to its full, full potential. Very, very few people really, really can. And if they're willing to work with you, you know, and I don't know if you know Chris Wheeler or not, but I know Chris Wheeler is very big with helping the amateur programs out. Um, Suzuki's a good company. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I personally think that they'll sell a lot of bikes at the grassroots level, yeah. even though you see them back out of the nationals. Let's face it, they weren't going to win a championship. They don't have the racers to win a championship. But at the same time, what's it, what's it about? It's about selling units, making money. Mm -hmm. It's a big, Suzuki's a big company, whether people realize it or not. And so maybe their focus isn't 100% in moto, but it's 100% in selling units. And I know that they're going to sell a lot of units in 2020 cool. for the direction that they're going. So I'm, I'm pretty, pretty proud to be part of the RM Army. Uh, <laughs> yeah, heck not, yeah. For now, the second day. <laughs> That's awesome, though, man. Well, yeah, I'm I'm excited, and um, I hope some of our listeners will go follow you guys at MB60 Action Sports. Um, I think it's a really cool idea. I always I, I say this a lot when I interview people, but I I love when people like yourself get involved and are helping others, and I I just constantly say that this sport is a family, and what you're doing is showing that, and, and man, that makes me excited. Yeah, I think a couple other things that I think you'd find interesting is uh, we do a lot of stuff off the bike, too. So uh, we teach them public speaking. Wow. Uh, we actually got we got tested for a reality show, which never came to be, but that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, they, I do a professional photo shoot with them. They have to do community service at least twice a year. Oh, wow. So we do things like that. And then one, one year I took them all to an art gallery. That was something different. Uh, one of my friends is a Supreme Court judge. I'd like to take them all to court. I think that would be interesting for them. Yeah, let them see some so, different things, sure. Yeah, I'd like to open their eyes to a couple of different things. And then locally at home, I, we're kind of spoiled here for a couple of reasons in the western New York area. We have a lot of good tracks, but I bought memberships for all the kids to a place called Palmyra MX, which is called Hogback Hill. It's been around for, geez, since 1962 or something like that. But the cool thing about that is they can prep their track to be as rough as Unadilla. So when mm. Unadilla comes around in our neck of the woods, which is a big thing, <laughs> yeah. they people come to practice at Palmyra to get ready to race. So if you remember when Kiefer tried to qualify. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And it's difficult. Yeah. What we, what, yeah, what we do differently is we build a race environment at that track to kind of mirror Unadilla. 
That's right. And it makes it, I don't want to ride yeah, that, so, but <laughs> yeah, but it makes the kids super competitive yeah. when they go there. So you take, you know, some past local pros like Matt Babbitt or RJ Becker, Nick Kreger, some of these guys, Caleb Hall, they, they qualify straight in to Unadilla. Hmm. Now you might not have heard of them because they're not podium finishers and all that, but for, for local people, they're like superstars. Of course. So yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it's awesome. So we have a pretty good setup. It's just we got to wait for the damn snow to melt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you guys are getting it pretty heavy. Um, I, I'm kind of, I like the snow a little bit, but not as much as you guys are getting. I don't think. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. All <laughs> right, on. Well, Mike, man, I, it was really great having you on the wrap up show earlier. So I, I'm sure most of our listeners check out the wrap up show. I hope. Um, and it was really awesome having you on here to be, be able to actually talk a little bit more about what you're doing. Yeah, I really super appreciate it. I think it's really gracious what you're doing. And uh, I really, as you can tell, I'm passionate about doing this for the kids. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Well, that's that's definitely shows. And we appreciate what you're doing for those kids. And keep it up, man. And uh, we'll we'll check back in with you, you know, mid-2020 and see how everything's going. That's a deal. I appreciate it. All right, Mike. Take care, bud. Thank you. All right. See ya. All right. See ya. Again, that's Mike Bonacci, uh, B-O-N-A-C-C-I. But you can follow him on Instagram at mb60actionsports. Check it out. Give him a follow. We'll be right back. Hey, Kylie. Does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way, Kathy. He uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second removable fork sill protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork sills. So if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork sills, Get Shock Socks. Go to shocksocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. What's up, Moto X Pod listeners? This is Darkside. And as motocross racers, one of our top priorities is safety. That's why All Sport Dynamics wrist braces are one of my favorite products. All Sport Dynamics sees themselves as the Picasso of safety braces. Their passion for design and developing beautiful braces never stops. They've had the privilege to work with some of the largest names in the sports industry and have established a reputation for always bringing innovation to the table with every brace. For the pro chasing the championship or the six-year-old whose mom wants to avoid a broken bone, please try All Sport Dynamic Wrist Braces. Go to motocrosswristbrace.com or check out Instagram at wristbraceguy. Or call 936-569-1003 and ask for Jeff Brewer or Gary White. And keep in mind, these are the wrist braces that Justin Bogle, Joey Savacci, Weston Pike, Adam Cianciarello, Matt Gerke, and Brock Tickle wear in their pro careers. Check them out, All Sports Dynamic Braces. Powerband Racing is a suspension company dedicated to providing best service and products. They are committed to developing new products and improve your ride. They want your suspension to be the best it can be. They're based out of Minneapolis, and they're a WP authorized service center and trusted by Ryan Sipes. Many bikes to big bikes. They cover them all. Powerband Racing has your suspension covered. Contact them at 320-983-3400 and follow them on Facebook or Instagram. Right. Next guest of the night is brought to you by Extreme Colors. When you're rolling up to the line with a custom painted helmet, it's one of the coolest feelings you can have. Kirk Hunter's been painting helmets since 1989, and his price is still the same today. $295 gets you a professional, one-of-a-kind paint job. 
on your new lid. So contact Kurt at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com. And Extreme Colors brings us John Short. What's up, John? Oh, man, not a, not a whole lot, really. Uh, got through, I was up at the, yeah, sorry. Right. I was up at uh, helping the Lab King guys out, actually, today. They did a little filming and with some tutorials and stuff, so uh, just getting back from that. Oh, nice. Yeah, those guys are awesome. Um, are they part of your program this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those guys are, uh, we, we work together a lot, so. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this, man. You made a, a little bit of a move this year. You're a uh, part of K&R, Manluck, the Manluck Honda team, um, along with your buddy Ryder Floyd and Chase Marquier. What's that deal been like so far? Uh, you know, uh, everything, it, it's all coming together, you know, um, kind of one of those deals. We, um, we know kind of, uh, what we're doing. We're just still kind of getting all the sponsors and sure. everything finalized to, uh, go racing. You know, I, 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 I kind of was talking with the man like guys at the end of, end of last summer and, um, so I've been on board with them for a while and then they recently partnered with KR racing and they're going to bring some additional sponsors. So it's, kind of a, a case of what's new on a on a daily basis you know what i mean wow yeah and it's only uh two weeks away basically uh amber and i were literally just booking flights for some other rounds and looking at it i was like man it is almost here oh yeah i'm uh i'm excited because i think we're gonna do we just decided to add san diego and yeah i'm looking forward to it um how you feeling man i, I like it that you're on a 450 for supercross you did uh what one round last year on 450 at denver yeah, well, I, I attempted to do Houston and uh, realized quickly that I didn't have enough fight time, and it was pretty much a hazard, you know what I mean? Okay. So, regroup for Denver, but yeah. Um, no, this 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 season, I think, um, uh, with the man luck and, uh, I guess, KR guys, we're going to be doing um, a full 250 East Coast series, and then I'm going to do some 450 out West. Uh, not okay. the first couple, but... That's kind of the game plan. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were doing all 450 or how you were. Okay, that, okay, that's cool. So you're going to be riding the East Coast, pushing for that 250 series, the whole the whole East Coast. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my primary focus. Okay, I, I really feel confident in, um, uh, you know, with my training and everything that I can do well. And so I've been, I all I've ridden though this off season so far is the 450. I've just really been trying to hone my skills in on that thing. So is that not? difficult then to switch back to the 250 here and in, in, i mean because the first round is not that far away really i mean how how quickly when will you go to the 250 to start kind of getting ready for east coast uh january january okay um, so. no i i'm uh normally when i go from a 450 back down to that 250 uh you know it's normally a benefit for me because it's lighter it's slower it's yeah you just ride the thing for all it has you know so I realized the 450 is actually, uh, man, to go fast on a supercross track, it takes a lot of uh, technique and, you know, you got to be dialed in. You know, your bike's got to be dialed, you've got to be dialed, everything's got to work well together. So Yeah. Uh, um, with the 450, uh, there's obviously, there's a lot better purse money. Uh, as a privateer, that's that's a huge deal. I, I don't know how the man luck thing works, but um, doing some 450 rounds, Hopefully, make some night uh, main events. So that'll put a little extra cash in your pocket to make it make the rest of the year a little easier. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, it is nice to make a, a little more money. For me, I'm more um, result oriented. You yeah. know, uh, obviously, I don't do this because I'm getting rich off of it. I do it because I'm just passionate about it. You're so. not getting rich. 
No, not man, not yet. Well, you damn. Know, no, no, sir. I thought all you pro motocross riders were driving Lambos and living in mansions. I just had to actually sell my Lambo and get a van, believe it or not. <laughs> 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 Did you just do like a fair even trade? Yeah, yeah, they just they swapped me straight up. Right uh, on, right on. Express van, That's so. awesome. Yeah, I'm about to get rid of my moto van, I think. Yeah, it might, it might be time, huh? Yeah, it's uh, she's 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 starting to get a little old driving around every day as my daily. So anyway, let's get back to you though. Um, <laughs> so uh, a one, couple weeks away. You know, do you have any set goals or expectations? Any you know stepping stones you're looking to get up? Well, you know, I'm actually I'm not going to be at a one. Oh, uh, you're not. I thought you okay. No, no. Nope, um, I'm going to race, my, my goal is A2, round three, and uh, like round three and round four, and then just, just go straight riding the 250 only. Okay. And just do the East Coast thing. So, uh, no, I'm I'm pretty confident. You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, hey, I'm going to get second, or hey, I'm going to get <laughs> 28th or 15th, sure. or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I just have confidence in my, in my riding and my training, and... Basically, you know, same deal as usual. I just want to do my absolute best and be happy with it. So Absolutely. some experience for East Coast. Yeah, that's great. Um, and, and I always have said, you know, for years, said that, man, your, your riding ability, I think, is, to me, a top five, top ten guy week in and week out. You know, you had some – we talked about the things that you struggle with in the past, and you, you seem to have – uh, really gotten over that a lot with outdoors. I mean, you were killing it on starts. I know Greg, Greg Alperson was helping you out. Um, I just think there's some big things coming your way this year in Supercross. I think you're going to probably blow some people's mind. I, I, I tell you, I, I certainly hope so. Um, that's, I've been working hard. You know, I'm sure that's a, that's a pretty common thing sure. to say. But uh, I've been putting in every, every bit of me has been going towards doing the best I absolutely can on a motorcycle and so this will be a big year. I've got some, a lot of prior experience. You know, the experience isn't, you know, an issue. You know, I've been mm-hmm. racing, plenty of mains. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, uh, the more, the, the better trained you are to go racing, the higher the expectations are. But uh, that'll be great. It'll be a good year with the man like racing guys. And, uh, man, the guys over at Merge Racing, they've been helping me out a ton. We've been trying to get these bikes dialed in, and they've been, you know, doing everything they can to make me feel at home on the on the on that maxim honda so. yeah right I, I like seeing you on red um and talk about having your buddy Ryder on the team because you've been with tpj last couple of years which is a, a privateer team but this year with man luck um kr it, it it's all everybody's on the same bikes it seems like everybody's gonna be on a honda correct yeah it, it's gonna be everybody's gonna be it's gonna be a really uniform program we're yeah. gonna have the same amount of support same equipment you know um, I think it's going to be a uh, kind of un- underrated team, I guess. Because yeah. I think, man, they're really doing a lot of good things for us and helping us out, and nobody really knows about them. So I think it'll be kind of good to slide under the radar coming in and hopefully really put some results in, you know? Yeah, you guys should be able to. I mean, Chase is a hell of a rider. and I, mean, I haven't ever seen rider Ry- uh, Floyd ride supercross as of yet but i know what he can do outdoors and i know what kind of ability he has and uh you know we saw him at monster cup i think he was second for a little bit on the first moto the first race if i'm not mistaken and i mean the kid's got talent so that i think the team will be it'll damn sure be a fantasy uh fantasy <laughs> pick for sure but i think the team's going to be surprising uh i talked to justin a couple of weeks ago the guy seems like a good dude and he wants nothing but the best for you guys 
Yeah, yeah. I would say uh, uh, Frank and you know the team owner and Justin uh, and everybody involved. I think their intentions are all pure in there yeah. to not to do you know make any money off us by any means. It's uh, it's a hundred percent to I think help us go racing because they love sports so absolutely and just want to be a part of it. So, um, but no, all of us riders, we, we, we tend to gel and feed off each other and work well together. So cool. I think it's a, I mean, it's a really good, you know, it'll be a really good year. I think. Awesome. Talk about your training, uh, so far this year. Have you done anything different? I know you cycle here and there and, uh, you know, you, you've been riding at a few different places, I think over the last couple of years, what, what's it been like so far in the last couple of months? Well, you know, I, I was supposed to be able to, my goal was to race monster cup and mm-hmm. um, do some Germany stuff. I, I had a few little uh, little minor crashes early in the off season where I just no it major injuries just needed to take a little time off so um, that was good to recharge my batteries and uh, you know I would say since since November I've been really hitting it hard and yeah you know bow pointing same thing as usual been helping me with my fitness and going up and working at Game Moto some and um, Compound seventy seven and my track uh, honestly for me it's just if you surround yourself with good people yep. uh, that want to win, I think that's kind of where you see the progress and the results come from. So just been trying to focus on that, study yeah. as much as I can, watching races and films, and yeah. put it to use. Um, this summer you had a chance to uh, kind of get hooked up with Blake Baggett a little bit through his mechanic, Austin, and go down there and spend some time. Um, anything that caught your attention, anything that surprised you, anything you learned being down there? Um, I wouldn't say that like anything, one thing, you know, that just made a huge difference. I think it was just cool to be around there in that environment and, uh, around people kind of like I mentioned that, that, that have won, want to win and expect to win kind of just seeing the mentality and yeah, just kind of being around that group, honestly. I yeah. That, that's yeah. positive. Well, that's cool. Well, John, man, I uh, I appreciate you taking some time on this Saturday. I know this time of year for everybody is super crazy. Christmas is coming up. You guys are trying to get prepared. Um, so thank you for giving us a little bit of your time today and look forward to seeing what you're going to do this year, as always. No, it, it should be a great year, and I appreciate you having having me on to kind of share where I'm at. And, yeah, uh, check me out. Look, yeah. look for us at the race and look for the man luck rig and come by and say hello and see what's going on yeah absolutely you yeah, know absolutely. you know i will and i'm sure most of the most of the listeners are going to come by and check you guys out um it's going to be cool to see another team in the paddock and it's always good to have more support for the riders yep yep no and i you know, i'd like to just give a quick quick thank you to uh, you know frank and everybody at manlock racing for um putting so much effort into this and the guys at kr and um all the sponsors that either are with the team or joining the team and of course my my personal sponsors that i have gotten me to this point and are going to help help continue keep me on this journey and work with me. You know, guys, uh, CCR Transportation, Gainesville Sheet Metal, and Lat King, and the McWhorter family, DSD Construction, and Exclusive Trucks, and you know everybody. Cadence Cycler, there's a the list could go on and on. Uh, just super grateful for everybody who's helped me continue to race my motorcycle and pursue my dreams. Hell yeah, love it, John. Look look forward to seeing you uh, soon, man. Yes, sir. Sounds good. All right, John. Take care, bud. That's John Short, uh, privateer, Texas privateer, one of our good buddies. Always excited to talk to him. Good little, uh, good kid, man. I say kid. To me, he's a kid, I guess, because I'm older, right? 
Um, but anyway, yeah, I appreciate him coming on. And I think we're going to wrap this bonus episode up. And uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. See you guys soon.